0: Hi, my name is Umberto Mucci and this is Weed Italian News, a podcast about Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Monday, June 7, 2021. Up to now, 41.6% of the Italian population has received the first dose of the vaccine and 24% of the Italian population over 12 is fully vaccinated. The regions who fully vaccinated the highest percentage of the population are Molise, Liguria, Abruzzo, Friuli, Venezia, Giulia and Lombardy. Those who instead vaccinated the lowest percentage of the population are Sicily, Calabria, Sardinia, Tuscany and Veneto. In the last week, the vaccines administered daily were about 500,000 per day, with a peak of more than 600,000 Friday, June 4, and the stated goal of reaching 1 million per day at the end of June. And so far, the goals stated by the new government have always been achieved. To have a measure of the change in speed, consider that in January the average was 70,000 per day. In February, only four countries in Europe were doing worse than us. Today, Italy is in sixth place among the 27 European countries, in the ranking of administrations in relation to the percentage of the population, ahead of France and Spain. In terms of fully vaccinated population, Italy ranks a second overall in Europe, just behind Germany. Looking at the most vulnerable age groups, the percentages of vaccinated continue to rise compared to the previous week. The fully vaccinated in the 60-69 year, years are 28.8%, plus 10.2%, in the 70's 79 years 61.4% plus 3.8%, among the over 80, 82.6% plus 1.2%. As every Monday, just a few numbers (coughs) about the situation of the contagion in Italy. Over the past seven days, with regard of the new positive cases, we averaged a percentage change of minus 31% compared with the previous seven days. In the same period, the average change in the number of patients admitted to COVID wards was minus 24.7%. With regard to intensive care units, instead, in the last seven days, the average change was minus 27%. On average, in the last seven days, we had 68 deaths per day, with a variation a very good variation of minus 41.9% compared to the previous seven days. The further degrees in the curve of infections in all Italian regions continues steadily for 11 weeks now and now four other regions pass in the white zone, the one with fewer restrictions in absolute. Since today, in white zone are Abruzzo, Liguria, Umbria and Veneto, joining those who already have been white for a week, namely Molise, Sardinia and Friuli, Venezia Giulia. If this trend of decreasing infections will be maintained, by mid-June almost all of Italy will be in the white zone. A few days ago, the growth forecasts of the Italian GDP were released and something happened that, to my memory, has never happened since the birth of rated rating agencies, the powerful institutions that analyze the economy of a country and assign grades and ratings that end up strongly influencing the markets. The Fitch Agency forecasts a GDP growth of plus for Italy in 2021 and a GDP of plus 4.3% for 2022. The fact that in December 2020 Fitch had estimated a lower growth for 2021 and has therefore revised the growth forecast in a positive way is a very rare occurrence for Italy. Usually the opposite happens. But what has never been seen is that the official forecasts for Italy are lower than those of Fitch. Again, it is usually the Italian government that tries to drive the recovery with overestimated forecasts and the agencies forecast worse numbers. My guess is that there are much more serious people governing the Italian economy today than before. According to data from the Italian Institute of Statistics, the Consumer Confidence in the Index is approaching the February 2020 level signaling a full recovery from the fall due to the earth emergency. Business confidence also accelerates sharply from the positive trend in, plus in place since December 2020, reaching the highest level since February 2018. These are the effects of the success of the vaccination campaign and the reopenings that follow the improvement of the numbers related to the pandemic. Although the actual conditions of families are still critical, the prospect of experiencing an almost normal summer has made the confidence figure jump. The mere possibility of being able to return to work at full capacity was enough to give Italians a glimpse of the light at the end of the tunnel. In Italy, the proportion of young people with a university degree has risen steadily over the last decade, but it is still lower than in other OECD countries. This phenomenon can be traced back both to the persistent difficulties in entering the labor market and to the fact that the university degree in Italy does not offer, as is the case uh, in the OECD area, greater employment opportunities than those with a lower level of education. And the limited employment prospects, with adequate remuneration, push more and more graduates to leave the country, with an increase of plus 41.8% compared to 2013. The lack of access to or abandonment of university education by young people from families with low incomes, a phenomenon that is still very strong, is due to cultural and social factors, but above all to the fact that the cost of university studies, characterized by higher tuition fees than in many other European countries, weighs almost entirely on families, given the lack of forms of fee waivers or loans, or in any case economic aid for deserving students who are less well-off. Moreover, in the period 2016-2019, Italian public investment in research has been well below the European average, while the activities of planning, funding and execution of research have been penalized by the defects that the Italian academic world has been showing for too long. The complexity of the procedures followed, the duplication of support bodies, insufficient clarity on the criteria for appointment and for reward and enhancement of those who choose academia as a profession. In addition, vocational education and training programs are still underdeveloped, as are professional degrees in construction and the environment, energy and transportation and engineering, and there is a lack of graduates in STEM disciplines, science, technology, and engineering and mathematics, which has a negative impact on the employment rate. The reform of the public administration designed by the Draghi government, a very difficult undertaking, is coming to life. The decree approved by the government is something different from what we have seen before, ever. Disciplined. It is disciplined. It starts with the hiring that serves to make the machine move, away from the extra appetites of the parties. It is ordered. Competitions for recruitment in 100 days and other rapid procedures. And it is controlled. The hiring will be terminated if the goals are not achieved. At the same time, it enhances what is good in the Italian Public Administration, as shows uh, the rewards for the most productive employees. All these features bring together the reality of things with the government's need to respect the commitments made with the EU. The Italian Public Administration is undersized, with a too high average age, poorly trained and with poor digital skills. Draghi's change of pace starts here and arrives at the desired need to hold together the old and the new without privileging one or the other. 24,000 young people with talent, training and digital skills will be hired immediately. 21,000 of them will go to help the justice system with the aim of eliminating the backlog and speeding up the time taken by judges. (coughs) The first two goals are these to reduce by 50% the duration of civil trials in order to increase the size of manufacturing companies by 10% and to reduce the duration of bankruptcy procedures from 9 to 5 years at least in order to have a positive effect on GDP of plus 1.6%. Let me end this video with a wonderful piece of news concerning a small Italian town that has, however, became, become unfamous. The Covid area at the hospital in Codogno has closed. Codogno is the town in Lombardy which experienced the first official patient in Italy with coronavirus. Just Saturday, in fact, the last patient cured of the virus was discharged. In the narrative of the pandemic in Italy, Codogno is where it all began, even if its citizens are not to blame. On the contrary, they were hit very hard at a time when no one was prepared for what would happen. And so I'm sure you will all be with me to virtually embrace and hug the citizens of Codogno, celebrating with them this wonderful news. It's all for now, it's all for today. This was With Italian News. My name is Umberto Mucci. I'll see you on Thursday. Ciao from Rome.